what happens when you plug four guys into a podcast, all distinct in their own unique ways, but all possess the drive to reach their goals? Welcome to While We Are Young. We have a panel of co-hosts. My name is Noah Friskop. Joining me is Jared Churchill, Micah Benfett, and Stephen Barrientes Barsana. So the four of us chose to do this podcast as a type of journal to document and share our thoughts, opinions, goals, dreams, successes, all of the above, and even failures that we have experienced, are experiencing, and will experience. And today we're kind of going to go into a little bit of a dive into the crazy, scary, and unavoidable things happening in the world currently that we really have no control over, as well as some of our own past mistakes and what advice we would give our past self retroactively. So where do you guys want to start with <laughs> the crazy year that is yeah. 2020, the year of our Lord 2020? Is it the murder hornets? Is it the coronavirus? Is it the current writing that's going on? how can we even possibly begin to unpack this? And then, and I just want to specify going forward that we're probably not going to talk about those things because this kind of wants to be like an escape. But on this episode, I feel like it's unavoidable to not talk about this. Steven, where would so, you like to start? Uh, what I want to start with is uh, with this question. So like what plans were canceled because of this craziness for you guys? Oh my Cause God. Because for, for me, um, literally what happened was, um, so I, I quit my job to to go start working with my stepdad and literally like our first week of working like we we invested in a trailer to uh to start doing like fence jobs and literally the next day everything was like shut down (laughs) that the next day holy crap right when we invested how about you guys go ahead jared um for me it was mostly mostly the work that was the biggest effect on me i mean you guys know i had just gotten a job with the sounders in february and you know march rolls around and we have our first legit mls home game on like march 1st and then we have our second one on march 7th and six five or six days later they say mls is shutting down um luckily i had my planet fitness job but then like Mm -hmm. three days after sounder shut down planet fitness shuts down so i've just mostly has been out of work for me that's rough, man. I was immediately given the you're an essential employee certificate, which means don't arrest me if you see me outside. <laughs> wow. So I that situation didn't really change for me. But yeah, like plans wise, like I had I mean, it's obviously way less of a big deal than obviously you being out of work. But just I was so many like just concerts and plans that I had that were all just immediately canceled or postponed and then obviously later canceled. And it was, you know, obviously disheartening and I still haven't still haven't received all my (laughs) refunds for all of those that I am entitled to. But yeah, it's just, it's crazy to see how things that we kind of take for granted year after year are just not happening or entirely restructuring. Micah, how has, how have you been affected by all of this? Uh, Basically uh, same as Jared, you know, in terms of uh, job and whatnot, because uh, we were uh, doing a big old event. It was a, the home show in Yakima and anyways, uh, uh, my boss and I, we had just finished setting everything up. We set up the big old video walls. We just dialed in the sound like perfectly. And then we heard like murmurings going around like, oh, it's going to be canceled because of coronavirus. And this was like, mm-hmm. you know, beginning of March or I think it was like the 12th of March. And anyways, like sure enough, like a couple minutes later, the lady in charge of the home show, she gets up on stage and starts announcing that it's um canceled because of corona and uh she starts crying and then my boss and i sit down we're like fuck like (laughs) like you know what's going on and i i asked him i was like hey have you ever like experienced anything like this he was like no never like this is a first this is unprecedented 
in our yeah, yeah like i can't think of anything that's affected the world like this at this scale like obviously there's been horrible tragedies throughout all of time but like yeah. in our lifetimes on this level there's there's nothing else like no. it's crazy really you have to go all the way back to like the spanish flu for another thing like this mm-hmm. this is like what a uh, hundred years ago in terms so, of things we literally can't control like you say like world war ii or something but like that's, uh, yeah, that's what i was thinking yeah, yeah that too but i guess uh, uh, a viral outbreak break yeah. is kind yeah, of I what i was going for Some, a threat we cannot shoot missiles at, yeah exactly you know? <laughs> It's the worst threat. Kind of shoot some, you know, hand sanitizer at it, but that—that's about it. Not only <laughs> no. that doesn't last for long. Nope, and you can stay home and uh, don't fucking cough on anyone or like you know see anyone. And honestly, yeah, like, I feel like the away. coronavirus. I feel like the coronavirus is like the least like anticlimactic because like right. you, know, you have like you have like World War Two and the Spanish flu. Like probably, I mean, for back then, like for the population being way lower than ours, like back then, like people were just dying like left and right. And well, more people just died back then. Right. Cause their yeah, uh, and, medical and then, was, yeah, wasn't as good. It, it was more Low common. Mortality. It was more common to die back then. And then, <laughs> and then back then, like, you know, they, they didn't have like a stimulus check or unemployment. Like it was, it was like literally cashed. Yeah. <laughs> but, but us like, we're like, Oh crap, we're in our houses and just chilling yeah everyone's like oh yeah we're gonna live off of unemployment and uh we're getting our extra six hundred dollars a month and you know i can just stay home forever <laughs> i don't have to ever but, leave my house but sadly yeah. it's, it's it's not like that for everyone like no I, it's I, not. I, I do i do see some of the struggle yeah like um it does suck in a way but <sighs> yeah i feel like, super fortunate to have been in a place where i wasn't really affected like my work schedule was changed like but ultimately I was still working and like, I so empathize with the people that were out of work or their, they lost like, you know, their small business yeah. that they've taken. Yeah. Like that sucks. But we had, you know, it was really the only recourse to fight this thing. So, yeah. Yeah. Heck I heard one guy in Yakima, like he, he literally just opened up his business before, uh, before <sighs> Corona. That sucks. It, it was oh like a, God. it was like a, some sort of like restaurant. And so he decided to like, just donate the food instead. Shit. I mean, good on him, but I mean, yeah. making the best out of a bad situation. Yeah. So yeah. Really quick, I just want to go around to our panel here and kind of just give like a quick elevator pitch on who you are, what you eventually want to do as this is kind of like a documenting podcast about like, you know, our goals and our aspirations. So uh, let's start with uh, Micah. Just kind of give us the rundown on who you are and what you hope to ideally achieve in the next few years for yourself. Let's see. So my name is Micah Binfett. Um I uh, grew up here in Washington State, you know, uh, home of Corona, fucking, <laughs> you know, just ground zeros. And uh, other than China, yeah, yeah, exactly, just second ground zero. I don't know, mm-hmm. ground one. But anyways, uh, my goal is to become like, like a independent like film producer, and I guess that's kind of a broad topic, but almost have like my own. Like, I I can make whatever fucking movie I want to make, and I can pay my bills with it, like. You know, either I have the money to like make whatever I want or uh, someone's funding it or, or whatever. And I just I just kind of want to make whatever I want to make and be able to just fucking like pay my bills with it. I that's mean, the dream, man. Yeah, I feel like that's not too much to ask. And, you know, I feel like I'm getting there one day at a time. Like just got this job with Digital Vendetta, a local video production company. And uh, yeah, it's just, you know, step by step. And, you know, one day I'll get there. Amen. So, yeah. 
And then Jared, I wanted to hear yours because I feel like um, Stephen, Mike, and I are kind of in like that kind of like multimedia world. What are mm-hmm. you, what is your aspiration, especially in a post-corona world where things are kind of shaken up and your plans are kind of shaken up? What are you striving for now? Um, definitely still looking to get into sports, even though that entire industry has shut down. But good news is a lot of them have announced that they will be returning in the next coming months whether that's with fans or without at least mm-hmm. there will be sports that's um, good to hear. yeah but my ultimate goal is to be a general manager of a sports team preferably professional like that's the main goal is professional mm-hmm. um and either nfl or mlb is where i want to go but i understand soccer i understand basketball and the tactics and everything so i could fit in there as well Love it. Yeah, that's, 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 I haven't met anyone who's like been going after that. So that's really cool. I, I'm mm-hmm. going to be really curious to see like how that plays out for you, especially now that things start to slowly unfurl, even if there is without fans for a while. So I think we're picking a, honestly, this wasn't the plan, but I think we're probably picking a really interesting time to do this because things are so different and we're going to go into a new normal as it was, mm-hmm. or as it were, excuse me. So yeah. And then uh, Steven, what about you? Um, for me, um, I'm mostly aiming to become, or I'm opening, I'm opening up like a music and video production um, company in Yakima. Um, I guess like the ultimate goal is to be successful and make money off of it. And I, I also want to get into the real estate market and um, be a landlord. That's how you fund your music right there. Exactly. I, I, <laughs> yeah. Actually, like my, my strategy right now is to build up a bunch of passive income where I don't have to work. I mean, I, I'm, I'm already kind of at that point, but um, I do want to generate more and just more and more by the, by the time I'm like, hopefully whatever age, hopefully before retirement, I can just live off of just passive income. And this, this house I'm in right now is actually the very first house I'm planning on renting out. I, I have a shop in the back that I'm going to convert to my music studio and my wife's um, bake shop. And yeah, that's what I'm planning to do. And those are my aspirations. <laughs> and uh, Presenting to the class. <laughs> listen to find out my adventures and our adventures okay yeah all, all of our adventures as as the difficulties that we could never foresee arise i'm sure yes yeah. and so i i guess mine is i i don't want to say the least aspirational but i just i want to eventually yeah like mike said just kind of be able to make whatever i want and kind of collaborate with the people that i want primarily through the medium of photography but i eventually want to do move into like video and just like multimedia in general and i would love to move into music eventually i think that'd be awesome but that's just not in the skill sets that i have so i'm trying to kind of build it one brick at a time and eventually kind of turn a personal brand into something that's viable so just kind of building up those skills right now and seeing where it goes because yeah i'm i'm i don't know what you guys but i really <laughs> i am so tired of menial manual labor type work yeah same especially as a college dropout and like if you know if you're not tactful that's what you're looking at so i'm just trying to set myself up for you know personal um sustainability if as it were yeah 
I get you. Via via photography, via video, eventually, and uh, we'll see where we're, we'll see where things go. Especially as di- the digital realm is, it was already a boom, obviously, but now that you know we're seeing just how important it is when people ha- don't have access to the outside world. Like, what are they doing, and the tactics that have to change when that's the case. So, yeah, I'm very interested in kind of learning learning all of the ropes and kind of evolving and changing skills as, as the years go on. And as that, now that everyone has a phone in their pocket that rivals some of the best cameras out there, it's like, how is this field of professional photography going to change? How do, are we going to have to adapt? You know? So these are all challenges that I'm thinking about and I'm excited to tackle. So right now, starting at a local level and then seeing, seeing what happens. Well, yeah. That is one thing that worries me too, is like the damn, like, people with their cell phones thinking that, that they know everything God. Yeah, there's there's artistry that is lost on people who don't really study it but that's a whole other thing well it's funny that you bring up the whole cell phone thing because <laughs> uh my uh my boss he was saying that they look at high school kids with, with a camera as a threat and so i don't you know, i doubt i don't doubt that i believe it yeah a threat again yeah a threat <laughs> you know and you you're saying we gotta differentiate ourselves from these kids we gotta stay one fucking step ahead of them at a gotta time. raise the it's bar it's true because yeah. then because then like you know if a kid can do it then like what, where's your validity where's exactly your, where's and your then, professionalism if a kid can do it well it's just super interesting because uh cody was saying like you know my boss he was saying like um, they aren't guaranteed to make the money off of the videos we make them. Like it's all like, there's no analytics we can show like, Oh, because you, uh, we, you have us make us have us make you this video. You make this much money. There's yeah. no analytics out there. And so it's all based off of like trust. And mm-hmm. so that's why it's so fucking difficult. It's not like, Oh, uh, my wrist fucking leaking, like fix it. And it's fixed. You know, it's not that, you know, straightforward. It's just so much different when you get into marketing. Yeah. It's, it's not guaranteed. It's so hard to like, like sell art to people. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when everybody is making art now. It's like, there's so much content out there. It's like, yeah. how do you possibly set yourself apart? And that's why I'm like really trying to carve out the local level. And and I think it's like, what was it? Were you saying something about trust, Micah? Yeah, trust. Yeah. Like I, I think trust is, is what's going to make or break you. Yeah. Because, you know, since there are, like, tons of people out there doing the same thing, it's got to come down to, like, how trustworthy are you? How, you know, do, do you fit this person's style? Yeah. You know, it's, you, it's how you, you, fit their you carry brain? yourself and yeah. your personality. Because it's like, if you're an asshole, like, okay. Like, doesn't matter how creative you are and how talented you are. If you're a dick, like... Why would I, why would I like buy anything from you? Hundred percent. Like you, you, you'd go after the person who's more personable and you know, makes yeah, you it, all warm and fuzzy inside. Exactly, and not not only that, but like you know, also style. Like you know, everyone has like a different touch yeah. to like their work, and that's another thing that might you know convince the client to go with you. Yeah. And it, and it, it's it's the same thing with like construction. I think you know, there, there's like tons of handyman and tons of whoever that's willing to do something cheaper than like what, what you're doing it for. But, um, the, the, your selling point is that you're trustworthy and that you're, you know, you have, you have this many people on your belt that had a good experience and just, just networking is so important. It doesn't matter how, how skilled you are. 
Yeah, reputation is still matters just as much in the digital age as it ever has, I think. And even more so because we have a paper trail that follows us for oh, our entire yeah. lives now. <laughs> so, and, but also like there is a lot of competition, but statistically speaking, the majority of people that try to get into a field like this don't succeed. So mm-hmm. really, as long as you stick it out, like most likely you're going to find success as long as you're constantly iterating, improving. So it might seem like an insurmountable sea of competition, but in reality, the pool is quite small compared to how many people there are. Yeah, Which it's kind of like you, you wait people out, right? Mm-hmm. People start yeah. like dropping out and you just start playing the, it's the hard. waiting game. It yeah, is so hard. it's fucking hard. If it was I, easy, everyone would do this kind of stuff. Exactly, yeah. You got to keep that in mind. But it's funny, I've gone through that like multiple times where like I think in my head, I'm, you know, I'm not good enough and I go and then I just end up quitting. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's always been like the biggest mistake. It's like, why the fuck did you just not like stick it out and just keep doing it? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's, keep iterating, keep putting stuff out. Exactly. Just the only way to go is up. Yeah. Yep. If you're going backwards, like there must be something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what's yeah. going on? Then you should probably reevaluate. Yeah. <laughs> If you're just getting worse at something, pick a different career path. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's, it's difficult, but yeah, um, you're, and you're probably going to have to do stuff for free for a decent while. Oh yeah. (laughs) Your whole time, your whole relationship with time needs to be uh, realistic real fast is something I've learned lately. Really? Yeah. What what do you mean by that? Like, I just mean you need to be in for the long haul. Oh yeah. you need to expect that things are going to be difficult oh, and you yeah. need to not buckle under every single roadblock. Yeah. Like, that's something I've really tried to gear myself, you know, up towards. So, and I guess to kind, of, to kind of double back. So we've, we've all kind of gotten some perspective over the years of just kind of looking inward and you know, trying things and experimenting. We wanted to really just discuss today how like, if you could go back to yourself from let's say a few years ago, maybe when you were like kind of deliberating on what you wanted to do with your life or something, what is some advice that you would give yourself to kind of avoid uh, some key mistakes that you've made? And uh, Micah, I want to start with you because I feel like we've had a pretty similar situation where we both kind of fell out of like the traditional higher education college thing and kind of went down to veer. So if you were to go back to yourself, maybe at like, I don't want to say your lowest point, but maybe the point where you feel like you made a crucial decision that kind of set you back some few steps that you would have been able to overcome easier had you had some wisdom, what would, what advice would you give your past self at that point? Like, honestly, I would go back and like tell my past self like to stop being like so stressed out about like everything and uh that's that's including like going all the way back to high school Mm -hmm. it's like dude why are you stressing over this class that like will not really get you anywhere in life i mean yeah you'll learn some i don't know some fucking spanish but like you know and some some other things but it's like does that add up and like help you get you where you want to be and basically stop like kind of chasing all this like dumb stuff and, you know, materialistic items and like, you know, chasing after like girls that aren't worth it. Like stop spending your time on the dumb shit, the dumb and, shit. Put, and put that into like your passion, you know, go like start making fucking videos, like get over it. Like you suck, but you can get better and uh, just stuff like that. And uh, just, I don't know, don't give up, Micah, you can do it um but at the same time like 
I wouldn't change anything going back because like I went through all that bullshit to get where I am now. Yeah. It's the best teacher. Yeah. It's because I've learned from it. And if I hadn't gone through like the shitty jobs of, you know, being a lifeguard and working for my, my dad's riffing company for a couple of years, like they all taught me like really valuable lessons, even if they all sucked. Like I, I goddamn hated riffing, but it taught me how to work hard because before then I didn't know how to work. Like I had no fucking work ethic and I didn't know that until I was called out on it. You know, my foreman at the time is like, Hey, if you want to do this for like any period of time, like you need to pick it up. And I was like, Oh shit. Like I, yeah, I had no idea. And reality check. Exactly. Like, so every time I'm like reality checked like that, like it fucking sucks in the moment, but like it, it's better for you in the long run. And, uh, I don't know. I basically, I, yeah, I would go back and tell past Micah to like work harder and stop being such a bitch and stop being so like <laughs> entitled, you know, yeah. like stop being entitled. People don't owe you shit. Go out there and work for it. You know, this wouldn't be a pleasant conversation. I would have to smack myself around and be like, what is, what are you doing? Stop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, you can tell an obnoxious teenager these things as many times, but they, yeah, they do. Dude. But I would love to be able to talk to myself down and be like, hey, like all of these problems that you think you can solve just by running away from them and pretending they don't exist, that's yeah. just going to bite you in the ass so hard yeah. later on. Like, at least for me personally, like I was so bad at just like either balling up how I actually felt about things or, yeah, just pretending problems didn't exist and then hoping that they would go away only for them to fester and become worse. Imagine that. And just I feel, I feel like that goes into the, the procrastination category. Would you say? Yeah, that's every that's every every kid though. Yeah, okay. that's like a subdivision. It's yeah. Just, yeah, exactly. So at least for specific examples, I would tell myself, you know, stop lying to yourself. Get to the root of your problems and actually yeah. solve it instead of just band aid and just putting band aids on it. It's like it's going to save you so much time, so much money. Like honestly, yeah. And, in regards to like debt and stuff and like i like i needed to tell myself like i wasn't ready for college like when really? i was in college like i was not in the right headspace for that but i went and then i stumbled and failed because i was you know distracted by so many other things in life i just i was not in the right headspace for that environment whatsoever and now i'm paying for it to this day so like just going back really identifying the root of the problems being honest and, and just being honest, like, don't lie to people, you know, like these, these petty lies, like you really just need to be honest with people, how you feel and why, obviously that's incredibly easy to say now. And not, you know, it, then it would have been so difficult, but you know, with hindsight being 2020, that's where I would really go. 2020. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Jared? Oh man. Where do I start? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> man, that takes me back to like high school almost. Yeah. Pull out the popcorn for this one. I know for <laughs> real. Um, no, I mean there was a lot with Micah that I agree with, like the chasing the girls and stuff. Like, you know, eventually you gotta just knock it off and just focus on yourself. You gotta come you gotta with players in here. Own. Yeah, for <laughs> real. <laughs> and you gotta like you gotta focus on yourself and like get your own get your own stuff going and you know stop worrying about that. Um. But my big thing is if I were to go back and, and give my past self some advice is I would say get involved with your community. I love that. Yeah. No matter, mm -hmm. no matter how long you plan on being there, because 
Um, I think we talked about this a little in our original meetings and stuff, but when mm-hmm. I went to Pullman, I kind of took just the go to school, get the education kind of approach. And when you go to college in high school and middle school and stuff, that's fine if that's the approach you want to take. But when you go to college, the importance is the connections you make and the involvement in your community, because whatever whatever effort you give to the, to your community, the community will give you tenfold. Mm-hmm. So I, I have that's probably a big regret that I have is not doing more with the community and just getting involved, even just with like Pullman and WSU itself just getting more involved with the school as well. And just not just going to classes and then going and doing my 30 hours at Safeway as well, you know, mm-hmm. like do, do more to get those connections and reach out to people. hundred percent. Like you don't realize how much free time you have until mm-hmm. you like really delegate it. Like, yeah, I re- I also did not take advantage of those resources and that sense of community while I was in school like that. And I definitely am the same way. I, I didn't go, I didn't fully graduate obviously, but there were connections that I probably could have made and probably could still have to this day had I pursued them further. So that's a really good point. Yeah. I mean, and there's other things in the past that like I could have avoided that would have kept me out of further debt and stuff like debt was unavoidable in some ways, just because Mm -hmm. I knew I wanted to go to school. That's the system we live in today. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, but like I, I could have avoided further debt just and not even with good grades in high school and stuff just with family issues and things you know following rules stuff like that at that age and things would have been different but you know you make your decisions and you grow from them you know and you gotta you gotta accept the consequences and roll with the punches yep and that leads us to where we are today yep. hopefully have better people so <laughs> Stronger, stronger people hopefully stronger yes yes more (laughs) resilience to all the real bs that life throws at you it's like you haven't seen nothing yet right (laughs) no oh man there there was like so many turning points in my life where like if i if i went back and told myself to do something a little bit differently like i would could be in a completely different spot right now so like thinking about that like i want to say like i don't want to change it but at the same time, like, I do want to change it. You could fast track yourself to where you need to be, you know? Yeah, but, like, oh. uh, but at the same time, <laughs> like, I look back at, like, Stephen from back then. I'm like, you know what? Like, I I don't really blame him, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, I get like, it. Like, I get where he was coming like, from. Like, if I were to go back in time and look, look at myself, I'm like, I, I'd probably tell myself, dude, it gets better. You know, like be yeah. be more be more confident in yourself. Like you, you you got this shit. You know, shit doesn't suck forever. Yeah, because like uh, honestly, like even though like I've had like all these crazy things happen to me, and like I'm I'm happy to say that like I like made the most out of it, and it like even though like it seems like my path was like going down, like to like the deep end, I somehow was able to turn it around by what I believed at the, you know, I'm, I'm so glad that at that time, like I, I did what I thought, what I thought was right rather than doing what I thought, what other people thought was right, you know? Mm -hmm. And being honest, just go, it goes back. Yeah. Yeah. Not, yeah. Being honest with myself. And, you know, even though people would think, Oh yeah, you're just going to screw yourself if you're going to do that. Or, you know, it's, it's not worth it. You know, I'm just glad to say that I did, choose the right path and um for two years um i felt like 
you know, the supreme beings like didn't have my back. The, <laughs> the gods, I felt like they didn't have my back. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I felt like I feel like good karma, you know, made its way back round. And I just want to tell you guys that you know, do do the right thing, and you know, you're you're bound to have something good. Could kind of like you know, if you keep on you know, pushing and doing, doing like your, uh, passion, you know, something, something good is bound to happen. You know, I, I really do believe in good karma. Yeah. It's like, I don't even think you need to be a spiritual person. Like it just makes sense. Like yeah. you do good. You, you, you are a good person. You do good things. Like people are always going to respond. Yeah. And I think in, I think in almost every religion, like it talks about like just doing good to like your neighbor, you mm-hmm. know? And that's, that's, I feel like that's one thing maybe all religions can relate to is just being good to each other and you know trying to be peaceful and that's just something that i think we as a people really need to reflect on right now especially as there's so much strife and disagreement going on right now like we just need to be good to our neighbor and if everyone's good to their neighbor we'll be in such a better place and i know we're so divided right now but yeah and it's like what jared was saying with community like you know you know community is the freaking guy at the grocery store who I don't know who dropped like five bucks, you know, you watched them drop five bucks or community is like op- opening that door for that one guy who's fully capable of opening that door. It's just, just small things, you know, even if you're never going to see that person again, just take a second. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it, it matters most when it's, when it's people that you really don't like, you know, <laughs> or you, yeah. you don't, I want to, I don't want to say the word, Hey, but yeah, sure. Hey, people i mean hate strong but yeah you you feel it everyone feels it you know it's it's unavoidable i I mean like figurative hate like yeah you're you're just being like over dramatic about it for sure like um i've had plenty of times where like people that i really didn't like would would, or people that i trusted they would do something to me and you know i would have so much anger just boiling up in me and i would just you know think hey like just because I'm angry doesn't, you know, I shouldn't stoop to their level. You know, I, I need to do the right thing, you know, hundred percent. and, and I did. And I think it's not only about being the better person, but showing people that they can be a better person too. You know, I, I don't mean it like in a snobby way. No, it's not snobby. But, it's just, you but, know, you, you, the, the best reaction to somebody who's angry is just to not fuel the fire. And then like, they're probably going to calm down most yeah. of the time. So it actually makes me think of, I, I love like these like psychological tests that I see on, on these TV shows. I, I can't name the TV show, but they're like ingrained in my brain for some reason. I remember one where, for example, they, um, what they would do is like, they would act nicely to, to this person before they went to do this test. And to the stranger, they would react nicely dur- during this test. But if they were shown unkindness before the test, they were more likely to be unkind to the stranger. And that, that just really impacted me in a way. It's like, oh man, like maybe me being nice to, to this person is going to result in him doing the right thing later, you know, just like mm-hmm. compound like karma. <laughs> I don't know. That's why you really can't like judge people. Like I, we all have, you know, altercations when we're driving and, you know, someone cuts you <laughs> off and they're such an asshole. <laughs> But like, you don't know what their day is like. You don't know what's going on in their life. Like, is if you remove the judgment just from your interactions with people, you're going to both feel internally more leveled out and level-headed, 
and yet you're not going to have those boiling emotions that boil over because you assume the worst in everybody. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that's an example of, you know, everyone has very exaggerated emotions on the, when you're behind the wheel but oh yeah (laughs) just remove the judgment and you're both going to be less hard on other people which will more likely let you you know be a better member of your community but you'll also be less judgmental on yourself which has a whole cascading amount of definitely so heck i actually i actually have a quick little story about driving in seattle oh please (laughs) oh god so one time one time in seattle i was uh so uh, it was really strange. Like there, some of the roads in in these cities, Seattle, LA, wherever it may be, they're just so strange. And so I was going up to this road, right? And it seemed like there was like a mini roundabout going on because I, I wanted to turn left. But in the middle of this, at this intersection, there was like this like concrete thing sticking out. I'm like, okay, is it like a roundabout? You know, I'm like, all right, let's do this. So I, I round around it. And I was assuming that like the guy had to like yield to me because, you know, like that's how the, the roundabouts work. You know? Typically, except people don't know how to yield either. Oh. Yeah. But I think I was wrong. It wasn't a roundabout, but it just looked like one. Uh-huh. And so I basically cut off this guy who was, you know, in, technically incoming traffic. Mm. I didn't know, you know, and it was, it was only like 25 miles an hour. I mean, so anyway, this guy, he, he honks his horn. I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. You know, I wave. And he starts like, he turns, he turns the same way I do. And he starts following me down the freaking road. And oh, like, no. he, I'm not kidding with you. Like no one has ever been this close to me. Like he, I, I looked in my mirror and it looked like he was like six inches away from my car. And then I'm like, oh man, this guy, and he, he was holding down his horn. Like eh, <sighs> six inches away from me. Dang. And I'm like, shit. All right. You know, whatever. I'm just going to pull over and let him pass, you know, if he wants to be an a-hole. So yeah. I pull over, kind of, there's no traffic behind us. And he goes in front of me and he does like a police officer, like pullover thing. Like he, <sighs> pull, he like pulls me off to the side. And I'm like, what the hell? I back up a little bit and we're stopped in the middle of like a 35 mile an hour street. <laughs> and he stops, he gets out of his car and he starts walking towards my car. So you know what I do? I, I floor that baby with fucking reverse and I pounded that freaking gas and yes. it was raining outside. My, my wheels were like, and I'm like, I'm like, man, this guy, like low key, like in my head, like I had like an evil thought. I'm like, dude, I can just run over this bastard. <laughs> like, like he's out of his car. Like he's so stupid. I, I could just like floor God. this guy in my position. So what do you think he was going through? What made him so fucking ticked off? Who knows, I, man? I, I don't know. <laughs> we literally can never well, know. He definitely wasn't late to work because otherwise he wouldn't have <laughs> taken his time to get out of his car. Maybe he got <laughs> fired or something. <laughs> I, I, I don't know, man. Like, I, I, I was low-key... Oh, I, I, I was, I was low-key afraid that he was walking out with a gun. Uh, <laughs> you know, I didn't know. So I just decided to back up and then he, he tried to start like... like coming after me but um I, I i pulled you know luckily i played lots of gta back in the day and i was able to like lose them like no problem you just gotta avoid the vision cones in your set <laughs> yeah like luckily there was like a left Top turn down. that like he was kind of past so i backed up went that left turn and i i basically just went back onto that 35 some way 
you do the move from them. where you just go under a bridge and like turn your car off and like hunch down for a little while and <laughs> get out and just start, run out and just hide somewhere. Yeah, i thought that where that story was gonna go is that he comes up to your window you get up you do like the i'm a navy seal speech with like i have like 57 confirmed kills you better you know, don't fuck with me kind of thing but pull out your kd yeah <laughs> hey God, I, i'd believe that like he, he he would call bullshit yeah if, if i did do that because <laughs> like heck the other day i i went to home depot and you know we, we we park in like the veteran parking, and oh man, I've been waiting for this day my entire life, <laughs> or the the, the the entire time I've been out of the Navy. I'm like, okay, I, I'm waiting for the the mother effort that's gonna ask me, oh, are, are you actually a veteran? <laughs> so I can whip out my freaking I. So yeah, this I happened. The, the, this lady's like, um, excuse me, you know this is veteran parking. I'm like, yeah. My my wife's like, excuse me, you you want to see his DD two fourteen? She's like, oh oh. I'm like, oh. Good job, babe. And she then you married her again. <laughs> <laughs> I fell in love all over again. <laughs> I love it. Any any uh, final thoughts on uh, mistakes, things we would change, advice we would give our past selves to close us out? So, like, mistakes? Like, should we talk about, like, dumb mistakes that we made when we were younger? I mean, sure. If you feel like, you know, you could go tell yourself, hey, w- what are you doing? <laughs> Stop that. <laughs> uh, I, w- I want to pass the baton to someone else. Does anyone have, have a mistake they can share? Uh, Micah, There's so go. many, but a lot of them. Yeah, <laughs> Micah, just go. Because I was saying, I have a lot of, I have a lot of dumb mistakes. As every human being does. God but... damn it. I don't know. I can't think of anything like specifically. I'll say just... mine then. Yeah, you my, uh, Probably... I don't want to say my biggest, but right now it has the most effect on me was going into my senior year at WSU. I decided to let my girlfriend at the time move in with me. Um, And I knew the consequences of that were my dad and I owned the house that I have in Pullman half and half. And the consequences of that were that I would have to pay him, pay the house off to him, pay his half. And then I would also have to go basically further into debt for my own schooling because the state didn't give me enough. So I had to go through a private organization. So I went through Sally May. And right now, Sally May is still taking payments from me. And the state has stopped with COVID, luckily. Mm -hmm. Once COVID ends and everything gets back to normal, I have like a $300 payment or $350 payment to Sally May and a $250 payment to the state for the loan there. So mm-hmm. I would have gone back and told my past self just to live by yourself and let your parents help you with, with the yes. schooling mm-hmm. and pay them back instead of being this much in debt. Absolutely. I had mm-hmm. the unfortunate privilege of, I, I moved in with, I guess, my dad to help with that, but that kind of ended poorly, more so than I think a uh, significant other would have. Um, unfortunately. So I was just kind of thrust into that situation. So I would have just told myself, all right, you are not in the position to go to school right now. Instead of taking out that fat loan to, you know, round out your account balance on the, you know, for the university website, just, just, you know, talk to a counselor and just lay out the situation and resolve it instead of being like, oh, I'll just uh, submit the loan and, you know, duck and run and pretend it doesn't exist that mm-hmm. just goes back to my little thing so yeah just i would just not take the loan don't go to school until you're until you're you know 
fit to actually do it and you're in the right mindset to do it. So yeah, a lot of it comes down to debt stuff, but I have a question. Like, were you kind of pressured to go into college right after high school? Yeah, definitely. I I feel like I also personally, (laughs) I pressured myself because I wanted to be like, I wanted to be the, you know, the first one from my family to graduate college. Mm -hmm. And I had, you know, a path, I had a, a, a degree I wanted to pursue, but then, you know, the reality sets in and just kind of life set it, set in and it's just things kind of barreled out of control really quickly, just mentally, physically, financially, just kind of everything just kind of collided at the worst point possible. So, yeah, I think a lot of the pressure was on myself because, you know, my, your whole family, at least my family is like, oh, you're going to go to college, you're going to do this, you're, and that, that, you know, that's thrust on you for years and years and years. You're like, okay, that's the only option. That's what's going to happen until the reality sets in. It's like, oh, no, like <laughs> these classes cost a shit ton of money and you're going to have mm-hmm. to pay it back. And yeah. So it was kind of a perfect storm of not being ready on any front, basically. You know, this is going to sound weird, but like, I, I kind of feel like kind of like going towards like why I don't really regret my past is, you know, I, I'm a high school dropout, but like I, I was running start though. Like I was, I wasn't stupid, you know, like <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, you. I'm a dropout, but I'm not stupid. <laughs> so like, Cause I, I, I pressured myself hella hard too. Like I was like the same way and I was kind of going on, on that path. Cause I was trying to like, I was, I was trying to be like, you know, same thing, like first one out of my family to graduate from college and be, you know, make my parents really proud and my grandfather proud and, you know, just be a good example to my brothers and, you know, also on top of that, you know, pressuring myself, but I feel like all those things that happened to me in school that really humiliated me like in a way it kind of like took off that stress off of me and you know maybe not like overthink like college or how do I put it like I feel like in a way like it was a blessing because um I I was headed towards that path of like self Self self-destruction yeah (laughs) self-destruction like going to college like right out of high school and just going super hard and getting into a job that eventually that I wasn't passionate about because um I really wanted to do like 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 medical school and stuff and you know the basic doctor route but Mm -hmm. now that like I think back to that I'm like geez thank god you know (laughs) like I was a high school dropout because (laughs) or that it didn't go my way because you know secret blessing yeah I think like secretly you know even though that seems like a good path it wasn't my path you know, certainly and, that's the and, path that people put onto you. I don't, I, I would love to know how many people like genuinely want to be like doctors. It's like, yeah. yeah. So, and I, and they obviously exist, of course, but you have to be on such a whole nother level of discipline for that to work. Yeah. Like for, for example, like my uncle, like, um, he, he, I mean, he was like, you know, late twenties at the time, but he got pressured to like go back and, um, to school and to become like some sort of like medical field thing they pay money and just go just yeah go. yeah so it's something in the medical field that pays money and now like you know he's working like 12 hours a day like miserable you know starting to develop to develop a drinking problem even though like he he's making he's making the right salary like the good salary but he's miserable you know 
That is the exact thing I am well, trying so desperately to avoid. And the thing is, is like, you know, like you said, he's working 12 hours a day. When does he even have time to spend that money or what, you know, why he doesn't need a hobby or anything. So why even make that much money? What's the yeah, point? Exactly. You know? And then like, uh, you know, I, I heard that when he's off work, he's still like taking calls and, you know, getting questions from his boss. So in a way, like work is still at home. Mm-hmm. And I, and I know like his real passion is actually music. Oh, see, that's tragic then. If he yeah. like literally knows what he wants to do, that sucks. Yeah. I, well, I hope, I mean, I guess the advice would be, you know, save up a little bit, give a leeway, and then just go fucking do it. Just go pursue your dreams, man. But, uh, I, oh, I just yeah. hope that, you know, eventually, like, you know, I hope he is able or working on like an early retirement if he's making a decent amount of money or like a good amount of money. Yeah, give yourself a nice nest egg, you know, don't live up, you know, above your means and just, just save a bunch of money and just do it, man. Just take off a year and just like, just travel and do, just fucking <laughs> do yeah. it. Yeah. Like uh, so many of us would love that opportunity to have like a nice nest egg. So well, yeah. it, it's funny. You keep on, you know, the education thing keeps on coming up um, because in my uh, mom's side of the family, like they're so hell bent on everyone getting ed- an education. It's because of my great grandma. She said like education, 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 like you need to get an education and, you know, that's the only way of doing things. And uh, anyways, like, so that is like fully instilled into the family. Like everyone's going to college. I feel like that's not unusual. Like that's yeah. just like, kind of, yeah. It's like, no, I know it's not unusual, place. but like, it's this fucking thing where it's like, if you do anything else, like if you're on a roof or you're, you want to use a fucking camera, there's something wrong with you. Burnt. And, and yeah, basically <laughs> like, I, I got reamed like at every single like family gathering because I wasn't in college. I hate that. Like I, every single time, dude. And it really, I just use that as full as fuel to be like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to prove all of you wrong. And yeah. honestly, like I can't wait for the uh, next family gathering. Cause I'm, Gonna just, them all wrong. just flex as hard as you <laughs> yeah, can. That dude, next that, 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 I've, that's what I want to do. Like <laughs> as much of an asshole move that is. It's like, well, it. All it's, of you were shitting on me. So, it's well like, deserved at this point. Exactly. <laughs> if if they were shitting on you, then yeah. It's it, well, on, on top of that, like you know, the family members that were like kind of shitting on me are the ones who are like you know commenting on my Facebook post, being like, "Oh, congratulations!" Like. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Where, where were you uh, a couple years ago when I was like telling you I was going to do this? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't, don't want to talk bad about anyone, but it's like, God damn it. Like, Heck. you know, I, I feel like I've made it and, you know, I did it on my own and like, you know, like just go after it because there's too many naysayers and like, just, just prove them all wrong. Just do it. It's like it's like a different form of like, uh, what's that? What's that Mexican movie called? Um, it's like Coco, where like the oh, the, the, yeah. the grandmother is like, oh, never play music, but instead yeah. like everyone's grandmother is like, oh, go to college. Yep. If you don't have a degree, then you're gonna be unsuccessful, just like your 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 great grandfather. Yeah. And dude. even if you don't have the right degree, you're probably gonna be in the similar <laughs> boat with debt. Exactly. So, yeah. You got to be tactful. It's like the, the degree I was going for, I can literally teach myself all those skills. Yeah, it would be nice to have those resources and that community experience. But ultimately, I'm teaching myself way more on my own than I was learning yeah, dude. going to class. And, so. you know, I, I don't want to fully like discredit degrees at the same time. Like, you know, I understand By no that. means. If that's your path and that's yeah. what makes sense for you, do it. It just did not make sense for me. It, yeah. I mean, you know, there, there are some there are some paths that like do re- that that may require like a degree. 
you know, and that, and that's completely cool. But if if you're pursuing a path or a degree that you're not passionate about or that you really want to do, or you're just doing it because your family says that's what makes you successful, then maybe you should probably rethink that. Yeah, it's yeah. your life. Be honest with yourself. Be honest with what you really want. Try to remove as much external stimulus as humanly possible. I know that's hard, especially when you're a teenager going, you know, you're in senior year of high school, you're going into college, everyone's, you know, putting their wishes and desires and things they wish they would have done when they were younger onto you. Just really boil down what matters to you in that moment. And honestly, with you can change career, like you can change paths too. Like we, most people live a long and full life. Like there's enough time to do multiple things also, which I think is important. So like if you do it while you're young, 10 or 15 years, yeah, do it while you're young. And, um, and if you don't like it, change, do something else. And if you don't like your job, just quit it right now. Like, heck, I'll give you a quick example. Over the past two years, over the past two years, I've probably quit like maybe over 10 jobs. Yeah, dude, you're probably like the one person I know who will like get a job and be like, yeah, I don't like this job and then leave. Yeah, dude, if you don't like your job, just quit it. Cause yeah. Because now, because now, like the job I'm doing, I love it. And I'm, I'm probably never going to stop now. <laughs> exactly. and, and that's because like, heck, every job I went to, dude, they, they, they seem like miserable. They like same old, same old shit. And I, oh my God. how's it going living the dream right i know it's like so miserable like everyone's like depressed i'm like why do and then and then they're like oh like you're quitting like what (laughs) are you gonna pay your bills (laughs) wait wait, you need to stand for like like, at least five years to go somewhere else like oh my god you could be more miserable and make a little bit more money are you are you are you gonna be okay i'm like oh my god like you guys are miserable like why the hell do i want to stay here for five years like i'm just wasting my time staying here for a month fuck this yeah. <laughs> yeah if only it were that easy sometimes uh like, i know yeah. but like but see see what i did is i i kept on lining up jobs i'm like okay i'll go from this one to this one <laughs> calculated uh, jumps calculated yeah, calcu- okay ma- okay okay ma- ma- don't quit your job just ma- make a, cal- a calculated quit job to another yeah. job calculated risk that's there you go it's calculated it risk. Yeah, don't jump out of the plane without a parachute have a backup yeah. if you do it enough times then you, you'll eventually hit that job that you want no just and shoot for those jobs that you think are impossible because you never know yeah and if, if there's something like fucked up in your life like i don't know do your best to like handle that like there's there's get too to many the, of the problem yeah just get get to the goddamn root of the problem like get it over with i know you're talking about that earlier noah mm-hmm. but like, this is true like i yeah. if i realized that earlier like i don't who knows where i'd be right now yeah so. and and sometimes it's also like you don't know what's wrong yeah which is why also time and wisdom yeah not only that like there's no shame in like getting counseling and you know stuff like that because sometimes you just need that outside perspective to like tell you what you're doing wrong and uh, like kind of what I figured out over the time with like me and like relationships is like my self-esteem was totally low so I just picked these girls that just weren't good for me and you know no, no hate for them but like you know for me personally it's just like you know what are you doing you're just wasting your time and you're making yourself miserable so like just don't don't even chase after a girl, girl. just do what you want to fucking do and you know maybe that'll come later like who gives a fuck you know like take you got to learn how to love yourself first before you know 
you, you take on someone else like honestly that's 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 so true like yeah I, I think my marriage would have been a lot more easier if I was like in better standing with my myself, with myself yeah. in like terms of a confidence and, you know, et cetera. Yeah. I mean, dude, like there's nothing wrong with like taking like a year off and being like, okay, like fully like reevaluating who you are and like the shit you need to change in your life and things you need to get right. But I'm also not saying like, you know, change like little things that make you, you, because at the end of the day, like you're you and you got all these weird quirks and like, fuck, basically be your best self. Like, okay, I got a weird fucking laugh. Who cares? Like, I'm, I can't change <laughs> that. You know, I got like an intense, like eye contact thing. Can't change that either. Like, there's just some things you can't change. And you Honestly, gotta like, fully sc- embrace it. Screw the people that make fun of you for it or yeah. whatever yeah fuck your, your little quirk is because yeah they, your... they shouldn't judge you, you shouldn't it's judge just because they, they have their own insecurities exactly, exactly. <laughs> P- people who judge you like are insecure yeah they're just trying to uh, take, at least take the, it out on you at least the ones that are that judge you like all the time or judge you hard yeah mm-hmm. some of them are actually just fucking around with you they're just the critical different. ones the critical ones are the ones you gotta watch out for yeah yeah exactly i think we uh we covered a lot of good ground here we yeah. were when we were planning this it was being like oh 45 minutes i don't know how long we are no. going but i know it's more than 40 i'm okay with it especially if you know first episode we had to kind of uh, introduce yeah. ourselves so i think we're, we've probably hit a good place to start or start the podcast and stop this episode so um if there's nothing else what what would you guys like to tackle next week? What's what's a good uh, or do we want to just play it by ear and see? I don't know. I, th- I think we peaked. <laughs> <laughs> One episode. Yeah, can it get get any better than this? Peaked on I the think, first episode. Right? Honestly, honestly <laughs> twenty twenty with how things are going, anything is possible at this point. Honestly, yeah. if if you were to tell me that, like, uh, corona, like a, a pandemic would happen, and literally like a like a civil unrest unlike <laughs> yeah like if a, if a protest would happen in almost every major city in the u.s right I, I, I would i would i would say like you, you're shitting me yeah right i i, 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 I believe like that maybe like a one percent chance or <laughs> chance that would happen yeah we, so, yeah we we are on the darkest timeline i guarantee it i don't know <laughs> we, we we could be on the timeline where just none of us exist and uh, that too the earth is just barren rock so we, get, we have to endure the pain that is... but hey we're kind of at the end of the tunnel you guys we can see the light we're gonna Can't get into see. that new normal <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be new normal and that's like, that might be for the best it might be t- like honestly yeah you should be washing your fucking hands you fucking gross motherfucker like low-key like i i kind of like wearing the mask see getting into it yeah like i yeah because like you you like how it's kind of like like a fashion trend over at like in china oh my god yo i just got i just got this new one today my parents gave it to me look at this it has a freaking straw thing you put your straw through that so you can really you could be wearing the mask the whole time i was walking around downtown with a a coffee and i didn't have that and i really could have used that a few days ago so yeah, we'll we'll be back. Uh, hope I do. We want to do this. I think we could probably do this weekly, right? Yeah. Especially with oh, like, we can make it work. Yeah, okay. we can make it work. 
like initially is bi-weekly but then the world went to shit so i think you know check back in weekly um look out for this on probably we'll try to get it up on as many podcast services yeah. as possible are we gonna do just like a like youtube video too um why not sure okay why not yeah. so yeah we'll look at and then uh we'll get those social channels set up but that stuff we'll worry about on the back end so um until next time have a great one gentlemen and uh do it while you're young no yeah. Not, not not when you're old, but you know, right now. Or when you're old too, you can do it. That too. Yeah. We'll, we'll, never, never stop. Never stop. Now we get to a certain never age, stop. we can do it. We can call it while we're old. Yeah, while we're old, it's like <laughs> I'm old. It's like 80 years old at the yeah. time. My back hurts. God, we should we should just have it for under the hill and over the hill for 40. When you're under the hill, and then once you get over 40, when you're over mm-hmm. the hill. <laughs> we'll get great. there in about six thousand episodes. Hey, hey, like, like six, six, uh, uh, six thousand episodes later, like oh, freaking while we're young, over the hill edition. Yeah, over the hill, it's like <laughs> we got there. <laughs> My knee blew out, but we got there. But I got all the money. <laughs> yes. Se- season two hundred and sixty-nine. God, we got seasons <laughs> of it. <laughs> Really just, like have a hardcore like dedicated like fan base and, like, it could uh, happen you never know you never know uh, honestly if there's that many episodes like i bet you there will be we're gonna it's, have our own tv show you guys come on yeah <laughs> on tlc if we get if we get <laughs> to 260 possible. seasons we're getting we're getting a tv show <laughs> uh, guaranteed <laughs> yo yo at, at that point heck me micah and noah should have like some sort of like video production thing going on exactly. like, like we should have a multi-company conglomerate yeah, that, <laughs> yeah that's basically what it's gonna turn into we'll make our own tv show and, uh, actually no tv will be um outdated uh, obsolete technology i mean it, it, yeah, we're gonna have jacked into our brain it'll be all like you know twitch <laughs> streaming so no one watches tv anyways <laughs> uh, honestly i i do not watch tv anymore like, it's, it's just either youtube or netflix yeah all right, so this is our outro, guys. You know, we're we're while, while we we're stopped. Talking. I think the outro <laughs> happened a while. <laughs> <laughs>